3: welcome to the approach shot the golf show that's more laughs than links more stories than strokes more guffaws than golfers here are the hosts of the approach shot john
4: ashton and neil michaels andy lovely diane once again thank you very much i am john ashton he is neil michaels if you're watching on uh, on YouTube, you know it's Neil. How about them Oreos, Michaels? And you actually, will understand that. Actually,
5: see that way. once again. You proved you're from Boston. It's not Oreos. It's Oreos. Yeah, just yeah. like it's go down the ocean. It's O-reos. funny
4: how you've got you got Boston who talks yeah. correctly, and then you've it's- got New York. Who mangles the English language, uh-huh. and then you go down to Philadelphia, and they get just a little bit worse, and then Baltimore. But Philly and Baltimore are, are really close. I can tell someone's from Philly if they say "water." That's right. Or movies.
5: Wooder. We had that in in Washington D.C. It was water. Water. Yeah, and keep yeah. going down down the coast to where you and I both work in Atlanta, and it's an entirely different thing too. So yeah, if, you you know to go to, if you go to Charleston, South Carolina, yeah. It
4: is the Bostonian accent just slowed down by about half.
5: You know, it's funny that you say that because I have said to many people that I know, when I was in Atlanta, you could talk like this and you could get into a meeting and you get there. And if you're in with a bunch of people who are from there, maybe you throw a little bit of it on just so that you sound like you're from there. But if you're from Louisiana, all you got to do is take this exact accent and cut it down by half the speed. And (laughs) then you're from Louisiana. (laughs) So, So there you go. Just in case you're making a southern trek, just go ahead and use that.
4: Language from around the country. It's just, it's its so different, yet so so the same. We all have different expressions and stuff. But I was talking with a guy who is who's really big. He has one of those accents. He's from Nashville, really big into Southern country music. Mm-hmm. And he was talking and he just looked at me and I said, Oh, I love that song, Blue. And he just looked at me and he went, Oh, Leanne Rhymes. And I said, No, it doesn't. <laughs>
5: Once again, I feel like every story is just a setup for one of your punchlines. Like you start with the punchline and you work backwards into the story. 25 years doing morning radio. That's (laughs) how my life is, man. There you go. Totally get it. And I understand. And for those who don't get it, just roll with it. You know, we've got a great guest. You listen to John's jokes so you can get to the guest.
4: That's right. That's right. You got to put up with some stuff to get to the likes of Phil Bradley.
5: That is correct. Mr. Phil Bradley, eight-year Major League Baseball career, MLB All-Star. He played for the Mariners, the O's, the A's, the White Sox, the Phillies, and then in Japan. Some amazing stats. He had double-digit home runs five years in a row, including 26 in 1985, and he even hit 303 years in a row, which in today's Major League Baseball would have probably won you the batting title a couple of times. (laughs) Phil Bradley, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you very much for having me. Hey, Phil, I've got one question I want to ask before things get too much is, have the bruises cleared up yet? Because I noticed you were for six consecutive seasons in the top ten of getting hit by pitches.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm all healed up from that. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, since you
5: started there, John, he not only was in the top 10, but he led the league in hit-by-pitches twice. Yeah. (laughs) Was that something when you went up to the plate, Phil, you were cognizant of, and, and did you sometimes, as they say, take one for the team, or was it just bad luck?
6: Well, I wasn't up there taking one for the team. I think it was a function of pitchers wanted to pitch me inside. My strength in hitting was always hit the ball the other way, So they felt like the best way to try to get me out was to pitch me inside. And Mm -hmm. back when I played, the miss was always in off the plate. It -hmm. wasn't necessarily out over the plate. And consequently, sometimes I got hit.
5: Do you remember the one that stung the most? (laughs) 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 No. I think it
6: didn't necessarily sting me the most, but the one that, I reflect upon the most, uh, I don't, the the bullpen coach for the New York Yankees is a gentleman named Mike Harkey. Mm
5: -hmm.
6: Mike Harkey came up in the major leagues with the Chicago Cubs. His first start was against the Phillies and I was the leadoff batter and he hit me in the head, I believe. So that's the one that it didn't hurt. But that's the one that I probably talk about the most whenever I see him because he doesn't he doesn't forget it. It was his first major league start.
5: <laughs> right. <laughs> Hell of <Wow>. a star. <laughs>
6: yeah.
5: Let's go back to what you said. How, how do you get hit in the head? And I know you've got the helmet on. How does it not hurt? There's a difference between
6: deflecting blow oh. versus kind of a direct hit. And yeah. that one wasn't necessarily – a direct hit it was one that kind of glanced off my helmet yeah there you
5: go but
6: i was fortunate i i would say i probably only got hit in the head twice because believe it or not i wasn't up there to take one for the team i was actually trying to get out of the way to pitch so for all the, the balls that hit me i probably dodged that many more and more
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there the man does know how to duck, man. <laughs> yeah. And
5: I only got hit twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you hit three hundred three three times, which I said just sort of being a, a wise guy that you could have won a batting title. But with the way the game has changed and everybody being taught to swing for the fences and, you know, I think last year I, I read a stat that said about 30 guys hit over 25 home runs, maybe 40 guys hit over 25 home runs, but I think nine of them hit over 300. So clearly this ain't 1985 and the St. Louis Cardinals winning You know, with, with a lot of guys getting on base. They're swinging for the fences. When you played, getting on base, especially as a leadoff hitter, stealing bases, which you did a lot of, and getting yourself in scoring position for the number two and three guy wasn't that do you think that was a more exciting game, or or is it just different?
6: Uh, I'm going to be politically correct and say <laughs> it's just different.
5: <laughs> okay, okay, but, but yeah, but, but you're but
4: you're right. You're right. That's that's what
6: the leadoff batter and the second batter in the lineup roles were was to get on base to set the table for the three, four, five, six hitters. Right. And consequently, when I went to home plate, I was trying to get back to home plate without getting tagged out. I mean, that's a simplistic way of looking at it, but that's Mm -hmm. what I was trying to do. I feel really good when I look at my statistics, and I had a couple years of 100 runs scored or more. At the end of the day, when there's winners and losers, it's based on runs scored. Right. So if, if you score runs, it puts you in a position to win games. I enjoyed that a lot. I mean, I enjoyed that as much as hitting home runs, you know, getting on base, stealing bases, scoring from second base on a base hit or scoring from first base on a double. And I mean to me that's an exciting play yeah. for a base runner to score on a on an extra base hit from first base. That's oh, yeah. because the fans, you, that's exciting too. So. So yeah, because when you think about it, there's a lot of people involved in that play. There's one base runner and there's multiple players trying to get in position to throw that guy out at home. And it's an exciting play.
5: Oh, yeah. And, and having stolen 20 bases five years, in fact, you had double-digit steals every single year of your career, with the exception of the first one where you only played 70-something games. That was the most exciting thing in baseball. Get you on, you know, again, hitting 300 or over 275. Steal a base. The number two guy makes some kind of contact that gets you to third. And now you're on third base with none or one out and number three, four and five coming up. If you do that, it's one, nothing before anybody blinks. And to me, that as a fan, that put us all in a position where there was a lot of activity. There was a lot of moving parts. There was speed. There was hitting, there was strategy now. And again, I still love baseball, a baseball fanatic, but strikeout, strikeout, hit a home run. It's still one, nothing, but, There was a lot of nothing that got you there.
6: Yeah, there's sometimes when you watch a baseball game today when you feel like there's only three people playing, the pitcher, the catcher, and the batter. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of participation with the other seven fielders out in the field. Yeah. And there's there's no base runners because the only base runner is the guy standing at home plate. And, yes, it's a different game. It's a very different game. The results are somewhat the same, Mm -hmm. but you get there – in two different ways.
4: And when you get on base as a leadoff guy, when the power hitters come up in the rotation, three, four, five, six, they have to be pitched to differently than if there was nobody on base. So, I mean, yes. and you're also occupying the pitchers. He's got to be cognizant of where you are and what you're going to do. I mean, it just changes the entire way the game's played when somebody's on there. early.
6: When Ricky Henderson played, and we played against Ricky Henderson, the whole team was on alert, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Not just the pitcher and the catcher, but everyone, because Ricky Henderson could dominate a game that much, not only when he was at home plate, but especially on the bases, because he's going to steal. He was going to put pressure on the defense. I mean, he he had that kind of effect on the defense.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we're just getting old, guys. But yes, we're getting so, old. Yeah, so, <laughs> much, so much fun as a kid to just sit yeah. there and watch these guys play. Yeah. Because oh, they yeah, did. guys like
5: that were disruptive. Maury Wills, Ricky Henderson, guys who could steal fifty to a hundred bases—they were disruptive. And you'd do anything to keep that guy off the of bases because once he's on, everything's different. And yes,
6: so- it chaos is, is going to start happening, and, and you're right. The pitcher has to be aware of the base runner. So he's a little distracted when he's pitching to the batter. Mm-hmm. He's got to be concerned about what pitches he throws to the hitter, because if the base runner steals and he throws an off speed pitch, well, you're not going to throw the base runner out. Right. If you bounce the breaking ball in the dirt, the base runner's going to steal. But then if you pipe a fastball, it might be a two run homer or an extra base hit or oh, Something negative can happen as a result of that. So, yes, base runners put a lot of pressure, but I think base runners who are a threat to steal put a lot of pressure on the pitch. Yeah,
4: yeah indeed. Our guest is Phil Bradley. The show is The Approach Shot, and, of course, we're coming right back. Hang on.
5: Hey, it's Neil, and my mornings are a lot better since I found Trade Coffee. Let me tell you about Trade Coffee. They sell the freshest, roasted, and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. Then they ship to you as often as you like for free, whole or ground. See, I know this because I'm already on my third bag from Trade Coffee, and wow, I can taste the difference. I like mine rich and bold, and this is the best coffee i've ever tasted roasted fresh by the best so wake up your coffee experience go to drinktrade.com approach like i did trade coffee guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free right now trade coffee is offering listeners of the approach shot a total of twenty dollars off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com approach so get started take the quiz at drinktrade.com approach and start your journey to a perfect cup that's drink trade.com slash approach for $20 off your first three bags
1: texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages message and data rates may apply
7: men want to feel younger stronger leaner you don't have to slow down after 40 frank thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s man you look like you could still hit it a mile i feel great too what gives after 40 men slow down it's harder to stay in shape why our free testosterone levels drop it happened to me I got to try NuGenix Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
4: And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He's Neil Michaels, Phil Bradley, a Seattle Mariner, Baltimore Oriole
5: and um, one other Chicago White Sox and Philadelphia Phillies two others just two others. <laughs> just one yeah
0: <laughs> just, one.
5: just one just one hey Phil you played with some pretty outstanding guys in your career I mean I, I remember I'm gonna read you something that you said that I know you remember while you were with the Orioles in 88, you said on paper, that was probably the worst team I ever played for. And as it turned out, it was it was the best team I ever played with. And I look at the lineup, Brady Anderson, Steve Finley. And of course, there was this guy at shortstop, moved to third base named Ripken, that I think probably was pretty decent. But you also played with some great guys in Seattle, some outstanding players in Philly. Who were some of the people that made the biggest impact on your career? Or who were some of the guys... That you thought man these guys are good
6: al Bunbury from the baltimore mm-hmm. Orioles mm-hmm. had a big impact on my career and it was simply because my dad coached al in college at virginia state university in petersburg virginia
5: mm-hmm.
6: when al was in college he was a student teacher when i was in elementary school i like pe okay so he was a friend of the family's for a long time. So then we always followed his career and I then followed his career. And at one point I got to play against Al. So that was probably the biggest influence. But then the guy who probably had the biggest impact on my career was Lou Piniella.
4: Hmm.
6: I didn't ever play with Lou Piniella. I played against Lou Piniella when he was with the New York Yankees. Uh, One day Lou asked me how I was doing. Oh, I said, I'm just happy to be here. And Lou said, you should be happy to be here because you deserve to be here. In other words, Lou validated me. Mm
3: -hmm. And
6: as a young player, and and you well know, there's a lot of young players come into any sport who think that they can perform at the level that they are entering. Mm -hmm. But to me, until you get validated and have that sense of of belonging that you truly believe you, you should be where you are. There's a lot of young players struggle to get to that point. And that was the day that I felt like, okay, I was validated by Lou Piniella and, and it made a big impact on my career.
4: I can imagine that when somebody that you respect shows respect to you, that takes a lot of pressure off you. You don't have to prove yourself anymore, so to speak.
6: Yes, and and and, you know, and the funny thing is, I think the one of the reasons I like to get on base was because there was a lot of great first basemen that I played against: Mm -hmm. Eddie Murray, Don Maddenly, George Brett, Cecil Cooper. Mm -hmm. I just could go down the list. Well, you get on first base, and then you can start picking their brain. I mean, that that was as big a deal to me as just as, as a hit because then I could get some knowledge, I could get some information, I. I could get things that I could use. And, and believe it or not, it made a big impact on my career as well.
4: I always wondered that as a fan, what those guys are talking about when they get to first base. I mean, is it, you know, how you do and how the wife and kids, or is it inside baseball stuff? For
6: me, it was a lot of inside baseball stuff. I don't know if it was a plus or a minus for my career. I was I was pretty serious about my career. Yeah. and And I was always – trying to position myself to get better, to get smarter, to acquire information. And so when, I, I mean, Rod Carew, Rod Carew took a special interest in me early on in my career. And he always kind of looked out after for me. And it's those kinds of guys. that, when I think back had the biggest impact. And, and I think today, If and whenever I've ever had a chance to share information with somebody, I'm always was willing to share that same information because it's the same information. Mm -hmm. It's the same. It's not new information. It's the same, but you just, but it just regurgitated uh, and you just pass it along
5: to the next generation. I happen to agree. I think Rod Carew is actually the best hitter of this generation. He could do so much and it looked so effortless. Yes. So many times he would come up and just flick the bat and dump a single into left field. And he did exactly what we were talking about. Then the menacing would start. Would he steal a base? Would they hit and run? Everything started from there. Hey, Phil, you didn't start out as a baseball player, though. You played a lot of football, including in high school in Macomb, Illinois. And that high school honored you by naming the field after you. And then you played at Mizzou, where you were the quarterback. You quarterbacked the team to three bowl games. You were three-time Big 8 Offensive Player of the Year. And in 1990, you were elected into the Missouri Hall of Fame as a quarterback. How in the hell do you go from a quarterback with that kind of success to end up in baseball? Uh,
6: Baseball was always my sport growing up. But football was a way to get an education because back in the in the seventies, baseball programs weren't gonna give you scholarships to go to school. But I got into a situation in football where Missouri offered me a full scholarship. Hmm. And I was able to negotiate with the football coach that I could still play baseball. And that was a big deterrent to a lot of schools. They didn't want me to play baseball. Right. I didn't want to give up on baseball because, again, I was – it was relatively small for a quarterback. I went to college. I weighed 155 pounds. Oh, <laughs> All right. So, you have so, to tell about it, man. Yeah, so playing <laughs> NFL was not necessarily in my future. I mean, I didn't even know if I could play college football, but I wanted – the least try. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was, I went to the University of Missouri. Turns out, the second quarter of my freshman season, the quarterback got hurt, and I was the backup quarterback at the time. And there I went. I went into the game. We're playing the University of Southern California.
5: <laughs>
6: right. That's pretty easy. <laughs> okay. And again, I came from Macomb, Illinois. School of one thousand, a class of two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. I told you I weighed one hundred and fifty-five pounds, and there I was. And I, the quarterback got hurt. I got up. I walked toward the offensive coordinator, who was the coach who had recruited me to go to the University of Missouri, and he says, well this is what I recruited you for." There I went. First play, we call an option. I faked the pitch, cut up inside. I said, oh, okay, this is pretty good. I get hit <laughs> from behind. There goes the ball, ball on the ground. That's how I started my career, fumbling. <laughs> but it's like I always tell my kids, it's not how you start, it's how you finish.
5: That's Amen right. to and, that.
6: And my career finished pretty good. So, yeah. so I went, I played, I played about a half a season my freshman year. I played the next three seasons. And my third year of baseball, which was my senior year, I had a big year in college in, in, at Missouri Baseball. Mm-hmm. The Canadian football, uh, the British Columbia Lions wanted me to sign a three-year contract to come play up there in Canada, but I felt like I had to at least see the draft through. Mariners drafted me in the second round of the third, no, first pick in the, I guess the second round perhaps. And that's how my baseball career got started well that is really cool
4: hey we are the approach shot and we are going to see how uh, phil bradley can handle uh handle his way around a golf bag when we come back <laughs> a, it, we'll be right back again this is the approach Shot. well by now you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like bitcoin You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future with iTrust Capital. You can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com. Start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions May apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. I Trust Capital Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. And we are back. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Phil Bradley is our guest here on the Approach Shot. And uh, we are kind of a golfish podcast. So let's talk about golf. What's your opinion? I say golf. I, I can see you scowling already, Phil. <laughs> well, no, I, I love golf.
6: I don't play as much as I once used to, but I love golf.
4: Yeah. It's an addictive game. How would you rate your performance in golf? Underachiever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. When someone
6: asks me what my handicap is, my handicap is me. I am what holds me back mm. from having a lower handicap because I feel like I have the ability to play better than what I do.
4: Right. I think, I think that's shared by most golfers. And, and I can say the amateur weekend warrior type golfers who listen to us revel in the fact that we have many professional athletes who are not fantastically good golfers. It just makes us, it gives us all hope. <laughs>
5: you know? So are you going to, at some point, maybe try to change that, take a lesson, try to improve your game? Or are you at the point now where you're like, I'm good?
6: That's where I'm at. I'm, I'll be 63 years old tomorrow. There is no reason to start trying to fix things now. I feel comfortable with what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, a, you know how it is. It's just a matter of doing what you know you can do. Yeah. You know, but that's what athletics is about. <laughs> that's why you play the game, because yeah. there's a lot of people who can do it. But can you actually do it when it matters?
4: Well, how often do you get to play golf?
6: No, this time of year, I don't play much at all because I'm a cheapskate and I don't like to play Florida rates. <laughs> 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 and when- But in the summertime, I'll play probably once a week. I hit balls once a week just to kind of maintain and monitor what I'm doing. I hit, and and I swing fine, you know.
4: But my question is, how how good of a baseball player would you have been if you only practiced once a week? Oh, no
6: question. But I have another love now, and that's ice hockey. That's what I play for fun. Whoa, okay. And I play three pickup games a week of ice hockey this time of year.
5: Now, this is a man who just said, I'm 63 years old and I can only do what I can do. You're right. Why go out there and swing a golf ball when you can go hit somebody and, you know, no, and jump no, on your no, rear no. end on ice?
6: This is over 50 years old, non-checking. Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a, so because you play football, you play baseball, you play golf, and you play hockey. What don't you do? No,
6: there's a lot of things I can't do. I don't, I don't the reason I like golf and the reason now that I like ice hockey is there's two sports that I'm not supposed to be good at. Mm -hmm. You know, the challenge I feel like when you retire is you, if you people think that since you're a professional baseball player, you're supposed to be good at everything, Mm -hmm. but it's just not the truth. It's not true. Yes. I have some athleticism and sometimes it transfers to a sport. Sometimes it doesn't. And I like ice hockey because It was something new. So every time I go to the rink, I'm learning something new. I'm learning how to do something new. And I I enjoy that. Hmm.
5: You got something new for him to try in a minute here, don't we, John?
4: Yeah, we do. Um, Probably won't be anywhere near as difficult as ice hockey is. Although, did you say you're living in Florida?
6: I live in Sarasota, Florida.
4: Sarasota, Florida. You know, I've always said I don't understand how hockey can be played in areas of the country where ice does not form naturally. <laughs> you know, it's just, it,
6: yeah, but here, see here but here's the the good thing. When it's hot outside, you can go inside of a cold rink
4: and cool off. Yeah, that's, that's true. It kind of makes living in Florida all that more comfortable, doesn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well what speaking of comfortable probably going to make you just a tad uncomfortable when we come Mm -hmm. right back because we've got this little hot seat over here we're going to put you on and and neil has been working feverishly on putting (laughs) six questions together we call it the six-pack because that's how creative we are and (laughs) we're going to come back and we are going to give you six questions and ask for a quick off the top of your head, answer when we come right back. This is the Approach Shot. We appreciate you listening. And hang out. We'll be right back. Go
3: Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less? Or have you lost your job? Credit Guard of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half. And potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Guard of America is an A rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf credit card of america is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support call now for a free no obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt free call 800-613-7650 that's 800-613-7650 800-613-7650
4: and thanks for hanging and coming back i am john ashton he is neil i got some questions for you michaels there you go your own, your own little nickname in there and like phil bradley it. is our guest and uh and phil i am going to leave you in the capable hands of mr michaels
5: see now people would say With the six-pack, it's the evil hands. But Phil, the way this works is we're going to shoot you six questions, hot and heavy. We want the first answer that comes to mind. No thinking about it. No hemming and hawing. If you do, you'll hear this. That means that you didn't do what we asked you to do. And so here we go. Ready for this? Okay. Let's go. Question one. Phil Bradley, living or dead, who would you like to have dinner with and talk sports? Tiger Woods. Mm. Hall of Famer Tiger Woods <laughs> Neighbor of yours Tiger Woods <laughs> <laughs> Very nice Any specific reason for Tiger?
6: I'm always fascinated by those people Up at, at the top of the food chain So to speak And just mm-hmm. find out Just just how they process things I mean you know how talented he is But pr- how he processed
5: things how, how he looked at things Cool. gotcha Perfect. Love that answer. Question two. On April 13th, 1985, you hit a walk-off Grand Slam against my Minnesota Twins. As you ran around the bases, at what point did you want to hoot, holler, or dance or something?
6: That was after I hit first base. (laughs) After I hit first base and and I knew it was out in the park. And, and, And don't forget in 1985, if you look at my statistics really close you notice i didn't hit any home runs in 1984 so 1985 Mm -hmm. was the first year and that was probably only my second or third home run i've ever hit in the major leagues
5: yeah it was was at the the beginning of the season too yeah very first part of the season Mm -hmm. yes so once you hit that bag, what, what did you want to do? Because, you know, these days they'll jump up and down. They'll do all kinds of things. Oh, yeah.
6: There, we, there was a lot of jumping up then. and down when we got when I got to home plate. There was no Gatorade showers <laughs> and, none, and none of that ripping of the jersey off of you. But, yeah, there was a lot of hooping and hollering and jumping around for sure.
5: Very nice. Question three. This is an important one for, for somebody who lived in Maryland most of my life. Where do you find better seafood, Seattle or Baltimore?
6: Uh, I believe the crabs in Baltimore and the crab cakes in Baltimore.
5: Tend to, of course I agree. No <laughs> disrespect. I love my salmon in Seattle, but a crab cake in Baltimore, that's the best.
4: You didn't set him up for that answer at all, though.
5: <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. If he had said Seattle, I would have been okay with that. I would have cried a little, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Question four. What was the most embarrassing thing that happened to you either on the golf course or on the baseball field?
6: Playing center field in Yankee Stadium in the day game, some fly ball to center field, and I ran back, and all of a sudden I think the wind caught the ball, and I went to turn and I fell down and, you know, did a backwards roll. <laughs> that was probably the most
5: embarrassing part, yeah. This is where I really wish we had video. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Question five, the approach shot genie is here and can bestow upon you one wish. You get to change the outcome of one sporting event in which you had played. What would it be?
6: Probably be the 19th, uh, or it'd be, it would be the first night game at Wrigley Field. Mm. I let off the game for the Phillies. I hit a home run off Rich Sutcliffe. Ooh. But then the game got rained out in the fourth inning. Oh, oh. So I always tell people that it happened, but it didn't count.
4: Mm. It didn't count. That's definitely frustrating.
6: Well, I mean, you know, but but again, it happened. Yeah. You can't take away the fact that it happened. It just didn't count. Right.
5: I bet if we asked Sut, he would say it now. Oh, happened. yeah. <laughs> ask
6: him. Yeah. He has a, his whole own version of that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: All right. In question six, and we ask this of everybody who comes on the show, since we are the approach shot, Phil Bradley, in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by?
6: Work hard. You know, no matter how talented you are, no matter how smart you are, If you don't work hard at what you have, you're not ever going to maximize what you can do. And uh, I'm proud to say that I was able to pass that along to my two kids. And they've been very successful. And I can honestly sit here and tell you today that the one thing they they do do is work hard.
0: Mm. Love that.
4: Very cool.
5: Hey. For for somebody who looked a little uh, tentative, you did great. You are off the hot seat, Phil Bradley. Well
4: done. <laughs> Another survivor of Neil's six pack. Thank
5: there you go. <laughs> hey so Phil, happy birthday! John thank said it you. earlier, but uh, thank you. Know, you. W- we're recording this on uh, March tenth. Your birthday is tomorrow. You got yes. any special plans?
6: Oh no! Oh, my grandkids actually coming to visit me, so that'll be nice. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. How old are they? Seven and five. Oh. And then I have a uh, eight-month-old who lives locally. There they live over that. in Orlando, the two older ones.
5: That's great. Good yeah. for you. That's the perfect way to spend a birthday.
6: Yes.
4: So are you doing anything uh, anybody should know about these days, Bill?
6: I work for the Major League Baseball Players Association. So you know that's kind of oh. been in the news, but I, and, I'm not actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. involved in the negotiations, so I cannot reveal any information on that. So,
5: okay, are you but feeling pre- like it's getting close? Yes. Yeah, I th- I think they had the the last bit, and again, by the time we air this, it may be old news. But the last bit I read right before we came on was that the international piece of this, which I found to be not a reason for us not to be playing. Let's figure that out later. <laughs> got resolved this morning. So I'm hoping that in the next day or two that we're.
4: Yeah. It'd
6: be be good for everybody.
4: Yes, indeed. So do they start the season later? Do they just shorten training?
6: That I have no, I have no, I I have no idea.
4: All right. Yeah.
5: They are saying at this point, they are not ruling out 162 game season, Oh, which sounds to me like there will be a lot fewer off games, which will make for some more injuries so i'm hoping that what they're going to do is extend it a couple of, a week or so and not make it so that these guys don't have time to rest their bodies yeah 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 but then if you extend it <laughs> You just pray that guys in Boston, New York,
4: Chicago, and Detroit don't and get, Seattle. Yeah, don't don't get into the
5: postseason. Right. It, <laughs> you your butt off. right. <laughs> the good news is you made it to the to the championship game. The bad news is it's November 1st. Yeah. It's 13th <laughs> play in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil
4: Bradley, sir, it has been a pleasure to be Thank meet you.
6: you. Thank you very much for having me. And yeah, we, we really you. enjoyed it
4: for putting up with our antics, such as they are here on The Approach Shot. Walk, our doors are always open. Come on back anytime, man. All right.
5: Thank you very much. Yep. We love having you, Phil. Thank yeah, you. Take All care. Right.
4: You too. Phil All Bradley. Right. Man, great guy. Great player. Uh,
5: hang with us. we got more.
4: We'll be right back, right here on The Approach Shot.
7: Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443. If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks, waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around. Do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity, and an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies, folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now, 800-589-0470. That's the final expense network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800-589-0470.
2: 800-589-0470.
4: And thanks for hanging. Coming back, we are The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He's Neil Michaels. Another professional athlete who's not very good at golf. But I I, I agree with him. If he played more, I'm sure he would be phenomenal because he's, he's like an
0: all-sport all-star.
5: Absolutely. I mean, you think about the fact that he took Missouri to three bowl games. Was the you know offensive player of the year, elected in the Hall of Fame in football, and that wasn't what he wanted to do. Yeah. As he's doing that, he's thinking about baseball. Yeah. And now he's playing golf and he's playing ice hockey. So, yeah. speaking of guys though, who are good golfers that are professional athletes, mm-hmm. our friend—well, not yet—he's not. He doesn't know that he's our friend. But Aaron Rodgers finally stopped messing with the media and messing with everybody and signed a four-year $200 million deal. That's $50 million a year to play quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Here's my take on it, which is entirely different than everything I've heard. Okay. So what? So he's making $50 million a year. There are baseball players who make $50 million a year. Certainly mm-hmm. there are a bunch who make 30 to 40 million dollars a year, who are pitchers, pitchers, which okay. means in a 162 game season, they start 30 games. If you're making 30 million dollars and you start 30 games, hmm, do the math for me.
4: A million dollars a game.
5: Yeah. And if you don't win some of those, and a lot of them they don't, you know, guys who will mm-hmm. end up being 17 and 15. Mm -hmm. So you lose 15 of those games. I'm not sure that the math works the same way as maybe Aaron Rodgers taking the Packers to the Super Bowl. (laughs) In the NBA, just like he has the last how many years? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's gotten close. Yes, that's true. He hasn't gotten to the promised land. In the NBA, there are guys signing 40 and 50 million dollar deals and their teams aren't even making the playoffs. So for all the people who are having a conniption over Aaron Rodgers' money, relax. He's taken his team to the playoffs. They're getting close to the championship game. I can tell you, and I'm not a Packers fan per se, I can tell you in the four years that he will remain with the Packers, they will end up in the Super Bowl at least once. Will they win it? Mm, but they'll, they'll have gotten there.
4: Somebody's betting $50 million that they will.
5: Yeah, well, that uh, two hundred million, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but isn't it interesting? Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, two of the best players in all of the NFL, mm-hmm. are two of the best golfers out there as well. Yeah, they are. They, and are. they play in a lot of charity events too. So. And
4: don't play either of them for money.
5: No. Let's let's talk for a minute about athletes.tv.
4: Okay. Let's you do can, that. You can see some of our episodes there. Indeed. We uh, we would appreciate you going there and subscribing
5: and little and subscribe, subscribe button there. is there
4: you can also see some of the, uh, the the behind the scenes unedited stuff that we do just go to youtube uh it's uh, weekendgolfguys.tube is the uh, the address for that
5: and, and shall we shall we reveal the big reveal go ahead starting april 1st actually i believe that will be april 2nd we will be syndicated coast to coast on the radio, coming to a radio station near you, including KPAM in Portland, Oregon. That will be the first reveal. And we really thank those guys for having us on the air. We're really looking forward to entertaining people in Portland. And uh, we will reveal more stations as we come. But April 2nd, the approach shot hits the radio airwaves. So uh, we will let you know if we're going to be on the radio in your area.
4: And we're looking forward to entertaining people, which means we're practicing because right. we're going to have to start somewhere.
5: All it, right, it, 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 This us laughing at each other is got to stop. We we have to have at least one other person laugh. ApproachShot.net,
4: that is a website. Go there and check it out and check back here next week,
5: anytime, the Approach Shot. We thank you for listening. And please do go to any place that you download a podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, iHeart, and take a look back at some of the shows that we've had. If you're new to us, we really appreciate you joining the family. But we've had some really interesting guests in the past, and we've had a lot of fun with them. And if you're just now joining us, you can probably look back and see some folks that will make you laugh or will be you will be a fan of, whether it's Jeff Garcia or Michael Finley or Steve Lyons or Brett Boone or uh, James Blake, the tennis player. We've had some some outstanding guests over the year, and we thank every one of them for helping us get where we are which is the last thing I'm going to do. I'm going to do, you always say to our guests, how about some shameless Mm self-promotion? This past week, I received a text from one of our buddies in the industry who said, hey, congratulations. You guys made it into Podcast Magazine's top 50 or hot 50. And I said, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't believe it until I saw it. We debuted in Podcast Magazine's Hot 50 at number 21, and for that, we are forever grateful for those of you who went and voted for us because we didn't do it, and uh, we we're just we're, we're so humbled by it. We're so grateful for it, and, and again, we thank the advertisers. We thank you guys for listening, and we thank our guests for making the show so much better than it would be if they weren't here.
4: We certainly do, and, and we, we credit the popularity to the fact that we do talk about golf mm-hmm. as a game, because we all enjoy golf as a game yes, indeed. Uh, but we need to keep in mind that the same people invented golf and called it a game, then invented bagpipes and called it music.:
5: And just like our ranking on Podcast magazine, there are things in life that just make it
1: special. Life is a gift. Go open it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.
2: You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.